What I'm showing you right now is a video from my sleeping situation when I lived in London just a couple of days ago. You see the bed, which I was sleeping on next to my girl. And then you see the hammer that I kept next to that bed for fear that someone might try and break in and I might need to use it to protect us. And then I'm gonna show you some screenshots, bro. I track my health very uh, meticulously, right? So I have this $300 ring called an aura ring and it tracks your sleep, your heart rate, all these metrics, right? And it, <laughs> mate, if I show you the difference of my health stats from before I moved to London and during, you can literally see, this is like anyone who, who's clued up with these health stats will think, wait, what the fuck? Okay, Hamza's gotta be faking this. You can literally see my heart rate skyrocket up. Look at this fucking screenshot I'm about to show you right now. Look at this screenshot that I'm about to show you right now. Look at the difference of that heart rate after I moved to London. Or specifically, like, once I had witnessed someone getting brutally robbed outside of our apartments, and then I ordered a hammer from Amazon to keep next to my bed to try and protect us in case if someone broke in. London didn't feel, like, safe at all. And couple that with the fact, okay, we saw this guy, you know, this delivery driver get robbed outside of our place, right? That was literally, it was either, I think it was the day before or the day be before that, you know, two days before, that my girl went for a walk. It was kind of late. It was like, you know, 5 p.m. And in the UK, it's fucking depressing. Like, it just gets dark at 5 p.m. Sometimes it gets dark at like 4 p.m. these days. And my girl wants to go for a walk. She, she walks through that, that same street. How mad is that? Like, my girl walked through the same street where these two crackheads are robbing this guy for 20 pounds worth of food at the same time, just a day earlier. By herself, because, bro, it's, it was 4.30 p.m. when she wanted to go for a walk. I'm not thinking, like, oh, you know, 4.30, you know, it's so safe, it's so unsafe, it's dark outside. Even I still felt, like, a little bit worried just because it was dark, and I was just thinking, yeah, there are, like, crackheads in London. I, I think it's, like, when Tate says that London is a failed society, it's, like, a, it's a failed city, I can't help but agree. And this was my first time, like, you know, actually going to London, so I had, like, a fresh opinion of this. If the only positive was that a bunch of, like, my boys were there, so a bunch of our followers were there, and oftentimes I'd go to the gym. Pretty much every single day I'd step outside the house, there'd be someone who recognized me and would end up, like, talking about self-improvement, so that was really sweet. But that was it. That was, like, the only reason to stay there. Every morning, bro, I, was, I, I don't want to just complain, but I'm, I'm explaining the reasons why. If you were just interested, right, so this video is not going to be valuable, but, like, if you're just kind of interested in my own experience there, and maybe you feel like you're similar to me, and you've had the desire to move into London or some other big city, and you just kind of, you know, want to get my perception. I'm just going to tell you everything that's coming to my mind, right? And I don't want to seem like some little bitch who's just listing off, like, all the things to complain about. This is just, maybe it's going to help someone, right? Because if younger me watched this video, it probably would have helped him, to be honest. It's little things that no one will ever mention to you because it's so, it seems insignificant, but it's like, let me just tell you some things, right? Bro, it was totally normal for me to wake up with this weirdly stuffy nose and like this sinus headache. You blow your nose a little bit and like, what was happening, baby? Like, like brown, like... I was getting blood in my nose. Like, my girl was getting like blood in her nose every morning. Like, you know, like you blow out your nose. My nose, it was always like stuffy there. It's not, it's not great right now, but I, we literally just landed here in Dubai a few hours ago. So I'm assuming, like, hopefully it should get better. I'm not sure if it will, because Dubai is still quite, like, you know, built up as well. But let's just see. But yeah, the air pollution in London is so fucking disgusting that I don't think I took any videos, but just trust me, okay? The place that we lived, even in, when we were in a different part of London as well, because we lived in two different parts. If you looked up at the sky and you saw a plane flying past, the plane literally looked like it was weirdly CGI. And we were trying to figure out why it was. And then it just hit me one time and I was like... The reason why it looks so weird, like planes in the sky look so weird in London, is because there's so much air pollution that you don't even see the two white trails behind. You know, like when a plane fl flies through the, the sky, you see like the white sort of smoke behind it. 
There's so much air pollution in London that you don't see that white smoke. And I said to Sam today, so I came out with uh, to Dubai. I brought my girl here and I also brought Sam, my right-hand man, my first ever employee and everything. I brought him, he's my best friend. I also brought him here with us. And I said to him today, look, we were just talking about how it is in the UK and that like, it's so strange. The system is set up to like keep you broke in a weird way. So it's like, it's okay to be broke. It's okay to claim like government, you know, welfare and stuff. Like I was on government uh, benefits myself, right? I was on universal credit and I literally, I brought, I was on it for like a year straight because you had an incentive to stay on benefits in the UK. It was so weird. Okay. So it's, it's nice. Like it's not, it's not nice, but it's like there's systems in place to make being broke, not that bad. But as you go up and you know, you go from being on benefits. So I'm, listen, I'm not, you know, even criticize anyone else. I'm literally just talking about my own experience. I went from being on benefits, literally claiming welfare from the government and then, you know, making progress in business and everything. And it's so weird that as you become more successful, you actually get more punished by this government. And I said this to Sam today, something just clicked in my mind. I was like, bro, if you want to know what city or what country is going to you know, perform really well in the next 20, 30 years, look at the cities or countries that are treating rich, successful, high-caliber people well, they're going to prevail. Where does like seemingly every successful person eventually go to? It's Dubai. And then I thought about how you, the UK treats like wealthy, successful people. It treats them negatively. It charges them more taxes. You might think, well, you know, taxes are a necessary evil and stuff. You need them, right? But for what? Where were the taxes? Like, of our company, right? Like, I... You know, I'm in Dubai and stuff and, and I'm not a totally selfless person, but I'm not going to lie. Like, I'm not materialistic, like, at all. I'm not going to lie to you. And so the only thing I really spend money on for myself is, like, my gym membership. I, I like to get, like, a fancy gym membership, which is, like, £100, $150 a month. And also just ordering food because, it's one, it's, like, I'd really f just fucking enjoy the thing, thing of, like, looking through the app and, like, ordering something, which will be, like, you know, £10, £20, £30, £30 for, like, me and, me and uh, my girl. And, um... Those are the two things I really only spend my money on. I don't have important any new clothes. Like the stuff I wear, which is expensive, is usually like a gift. So this was a gift from Iman. This was a gift. This is an eight thousand pound watch. I can wear it freely here, and I can actually just show you. Yep, I'm wearing an eight thousand pound watch now, and and I never even showed you that. Like I've had it for a month. I've never even showed you it. Guess why? I've never even shown me wearing this watch. This was like such a beautiful gift, and it's it's um, custom engraved as well. Engraved. It's got like one one million Adonises that Iman got me as a gift for hitting one million subs. I've never even showed you it before. I've never even mentioned it before. Why? Because I lived in London and I literally had the neurotic fear that someone watching that video could have thought, okay, Hamza's a fucking target. Let's go get him. And I, I am sure, bro, I am absolutely sure I will debate anyone who says, oh, but no, no, this is just you. This is just your, your fucked up brain. This is just anxiety. I feel safe now. Literally, it's just after a six hour flight, I feel totally safe. There was not one anxious thought in my mind. And fair enough, I had like, you know, some kind of history of anxiety. I've said this before, but I've realized that the history of anxiety that I've had was when I lived in Manchester in a different shitty UK city. And all like, the, all like these like, ugh, these people who really love these like grotty kind of environments will be like, no, Manchester's sick, bro. There's so much culture there. There's like, oh, the, the graffiti that's all over the streets is so good, bro. Or oh, the, the, the shit. The poo-poo from homeless people that's over the walls of the building. That's, that's, there's so much culture there, bro. Some people say this shit. Obviously, they don't, they don't talk about poo-poo, but that's essentially what they say. Oh, but the culture in Manchester, oh, the, the culture in Manchester's, oh, the, oh, the identity of London is beautiful, bro. There's crackhead shit all over the wall. What, like that, if, the, how does that not perfectly encapsulate a failed country 
that almost every city in the UK is disgusting. Honestly, like the cities I can think of right now, of my knowledge, York. York is the one city I can think of which is not disgusting at all. It's quite like a beautiful city. It's like it's quite like old and everything, fair enough. It's quite cute. But Manchester, Liverpool, and London, I've been to so far. A bit, probably some of the random cities I've been to. Disgusting. Graffiti all over the wall. The roads are all cracked. The pavement's all cracked. There's literally litter just everywhere on the floor. And the thing, thing is, if you're watching this from the UK, you don't even, like, you've not even been exposed to like a different kind of life, have you? If you're watching this from the UK, when I say, okay, there's litter all over the floor, you can't even imagine a kind of place that doesn't have litter all over the floor. You know, I'm talking about UK cities, right? Obviously, like, UK countryside's beautiful. I'm not even uh, criticizing that. It will always hold, like, a special place in my heart. Like, just exploring around, like, Scotland and everything and around, like, the mountains and stuff. But I'm talking about the cities. The cities in the UK are absolutely disgusting, in my opinion. Most of them. I, to be honest, I haven't been to, like, you know, all of them and stuff. So I'm very, like, um, ignorant here. But the ones I have been to, bro, it's so weird that they're just so disgusting, bro. There's just shit everywhere. There's in Manchester. I worked in homeless accommodation, like homeless shelter. I worked in a homeless shelter in Manchester. So I know what the fuck I'm talking about. Bro, there's literally homeless man poo poo all over cities. Like it just stinks of piss. Like London just stinks of piss, bro. Like we walked past a uh, tube station. Like not to sound, I don't want to sound like a pretentious, like dickhead, rich boy dickhead, bro. But holy fuck, I feel sorry for people who have to take public transport in the UK, man. Honestly, like, like I'm glad that I had this level of anxiety. I, I almost got stabbed on a fucking public tran on a train, so it's like I don't take fucking public transport anymore. And that's the third thing I actually spend my money on is Ubers. If I need to, I don't really go to that many places. But if I need to go somewhere, I take Ubers. So I took like a hundred pound Uber to the um, uh, the airport for me and my girl because I'm not taking the fucking tube or anything. Because not only like for this reason I'm about to tell you, but like I, it hasn't been safe for me. There's been multiple times where I've been like fully followed by racists. There's been a time when two racist guys fully tried to fucking stab me. It was on the news. You can literally search um, Sylvester Sylvester Salaki on um, Google if you want to go see that article. So it's like I've got somewhat of like, PTSD from public transport in UK. And it's just like the people in UK, like I don't want to be horrible, but like it's a lot better now. But a lot of the people in the UK, like British people, were racist as fuck growing up. And so like it wasn't safe for me to take public transport. I'd take it, especially if it was ever at nighttime and all these fucking like British people would be drunk. They're just fucking horrible people screaming racist shit. Like uh, this is the shit that I've been used to. I grew like I grew up only ever in like white areas. So I, I witnessed like and my dad's always worked the jobs where he'd witnessed the worst of like the British people. They're always like uh, he's worked as a taxi driver, shopkeeper and stuff. So he's only ever seen like oh not only but like he has seen the sort of dark side to like the sort of degenerate side to um the uk that a lot of people don't ever see where you see a bunch of like racists you see a bunch of like just drunk people and everything i remember working in my dad's shop like not working but you know i was i was like my dad had a corner store like as a pakistani man would and you know i would go there as a kid sometimes like you know high school and just spend time there whatever and always like every couple of weeks or pretty much almost every time i was there bro my dad must have experienced this so much man but almost every time that i was there as a high schooler you know 15 years old in my dad's corner store you know just kind of like helping him you know he's just taking me to work for example on a saturday there would almost always be some like bullshit going on with some drunk british person there just being racist saying that my dad smells like curry and my dad had to almost like take it in a sense like there isn't much that like i hold 
to my heart about UK. I'm not going to lie. There's uh, more of the north of like, oh yeah, like me and my girl went to Scotland. We had an amazing time there just in the mountains, not even like really in the cities or anything. And that's like beautiful. The, the UK countryside's absolutely beautiful. But the cities just bring the most fucking weird, disgusting people. Like, I, I don't know if I'm going to post this video because I sound like an asshole, honestly. But I just wanted to voice something that I've never really spoke about before. Where was I now? There's still more criticisms that I've got, man. Walk past the uh, public transport shit, you know, the, the tube in London. I've never taken the tube, right? We walked past the station. Uh, bro, I'm not exaggerating. I'm not saying this to be hateful. It smelled like piss, bro. What did it smell like, baby? Yes. Am, am I exaggerating or... It was, was it 100% a, a fact that there was piss all over this, this station? Yeah, and the fact that you smelled it on two separate days really... I, sm I smelled it on two separate days as well. Like, I walked past it. It was like this particular route to go to the gym. So I walked past it, it smelled like piss. I was like, oh, this is disgusting. Like, people actually take the... And I don't say this to criticize the people who, who need to take public transport. It's like, I'm not saying you're a bad person for this. I'm saying, like, it's just a shame of, like, that's what the system is. It's like, if you can't... If you either can't afford or, you know, can't take your own car somewhere, you need to get into, like, some stinky, pissy, like, public transport station where every couple of weeks someone will harass you. That's the issue. I'm not saying that the, you know, the, the average person in the UK who's trying to make something of themselves is a bad person, but the system and the whole sort of structure there, obviously everything comes down to leadership. Becoming a leader myself, I've realized now, like everything comes down to leadership. And so it's the people in charge. You see that these corrupt politicians who are charging their own people for their Christmas parties. You see these corrupt politicians who are telling you to stay at home and then hosting their own parties through the cough cough, as the Iman likes to say, pretending. The weird fucking stupid hair Boris Johnson pretending that he had COVID. Literally pretending. And oh, Come on, he, do you think he actually fucking had it or he was just pretending just to make you seem like he was actually part of your fucking group or something? Like, see, oh, I'm struggling with you guys. Shut the fuck up. The news in the UK is like so disgusting. All you hear is like, obviously like, maybe it's realistic, but all you hear is just negative shit. Like, yes, another 13 year old has been killed. Another 14 year old has been stabbed on his way to school. Another 15-year-old has been stabbed. Another 15-year-old has been stabbed. Another 15-year-old has been stabbed. An MP has been found st stealing money from the taxpayer. Is all you hear. I, I can't blame Tate when he says like the entire country just like fucking failed, especially the major cities. When you look around in London, like I can't, uh, like being in Dubai right now, I've not even shown you or told much about D Dubai. I just wanted to rant about UK. Literally, I don't know if, if you're from the UK or not, but like literally, if you go and see some UK cities, I, some people say this like, oh, oh, let's go visit London. Oh, I can't wait to smell the pitch in London. Like, why? Stay away, bro. There's nothing good. Like, oh yeah, go land and go shop at Harrods or something. Oh, wow. Oh, look, fancy little Selfridges. Oh, wow, wow, wow. You want to go see like the actual fucking real parts of the UK? Literally just get out the main one to two miles of like the, the major city. And you'll just see quite... Bro, I'm not exaggerating when I say shit on the wall. I'm not exaggerating when I say that, bro. Like, literally, I'm from Manchester. Manchester is like just... Britain's home for shit on the wall. Like, and I'm not saying that as like an, an allergy, a bro analogy. I'm literally talking about like I've walked through cities, like parts of Manchester, where you'll literally see a homeless, like I've seen a homeless woman literally like make some weird noise, run over to the wall, pull her pants down and shit on the wall. I'm not even taking the piss, bro. I worked in a fucking homeless, like people don't realize like how fucking serious this gets. I've worked in a fucking homeless shelter, night shifts. I've witnessed parts of the UK that many people don't realize. And now when I see a particular stain on the wall in a city, like I know what the fuck it is. And now when I smell piss, like going past, you know, some, some station in London of like some tube station, some public transport shit, and it smells like piss, like I know 
that is real, that is really fucking piss. I know that it's like crackhead piss. It's disgusting when you compare that to a city like Dubai that is so well managed. Bro, we got here in the foot, like all we could say was good things. Like this is what a major city is supposed to be like. Look, like it's it, beautiful, clean, sophisticated, safe. Let me show you outside quick. This is what a city is supposed to be like, bro. Let me show you. What's your first impressions, baby? I love it. It's so nice. <laughs> Why did you do you love it? I do. <laughs> what? This, that's a really good angle. It's the worst angle I've ever seen. Right, let me show you, bro. Whew. That's more like it, man. When you compare the buildings here to the ones that I've just been around in London, it's ho holy fuck, is it different? This is like a mega city, man. And I had such a bad perception of Dubai earlier this year when I first flew out. I, I, like I think most of it was like I was not as as um, successful, not as like developed. I had more of like this negative inferiority complex kind of thing where I came here to a city of wealth and successful people, and I undermined their success because I just said like, oh well, I bet they're not as purposeful as me. Like oh, I look around now with these massive skyscrapers, and all all it is is just inspiring. So much growth and you know there's there's a lot of negativity towards Dubai. Like I had it myself, so I totally understand why. Because it just seems like a, the kind of place where like for some reason you feel negative about it. You know, there's a few reasons why. One of them can be that um wealth inequality. So you've probably heard this right. You've probably heard that like, you know, people in Dubai there's really, really rich, but just outside of like this main major part here, there's like, you know, the, the people who don't have any money at all. They're like the Indian Pakistani guys who come here and work for like three hundred dollars a month. The thing is, Dubai gets a very bad rap for that because rep for that because of like you know, the ultra sort of wealth distribution here. It's like most you know most of the guys here are millionaires and everything, and a few miles away lives almost like shanty towns of like these guys, these laborers who are working for hundred few hundred dollars. Like they're essentially poor, right? And it seems like bad and weird. But the thing is, like this 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 is found in every single capitalistic society. I've seen I've seen people from the UK and America, you know, bring up this arguments of like, oh, well, you know, the, it's so unfair there. Like the, the, some people, like the workers, the laborers are being exploited because they don't get paid enough. And, you know, it's so unfair because the people, there's some people who've got so much money, but it's like, that's a, if you're British right now, what do you think, what do you think's happening in England? It's the exact same thing, like wealthy inequality. You know, this, this sort of thing of like, no, but that feels so weird. It's so unfair that someone can have so much money, but the other person next to them can't. Again, I keep mentioning this, bro. I worked in a homeless shelter in Manchester. It was a shitty little, like, just a house, which would house, like, you know, seven homeless guys. Shitty, disgusting, you know, literally. I'm not saying this to, like, be bad or anything. Just, that was a fact, right? It was just a bad fucking area, right? A mile away, there's, like, big office spaces and everything. Worth millions. One mile past that, we're back in the city center. And there's, there's literally big, big offices worth tens of millions, hundreds of millions. So the argument, like I, I've been going through these arguments in my mind because I've been trying to figure out, okay, what, what do I think and, you know, logically think about Dubai? I'm sure that someone who's like quite an emotional man will just quickly just say, nope, it makes me feel weird. You know, it makes me feel weird. So like, it's got to be a bad thing. And I was like this at the start this year, I'm not going to lie. Now that I'm looking at it a lot more logically and I'm breaking down the arguments to why I didn't 
like sort of appreciate this place when I came here at the start of the year. That was one of them. It's like, oh, you know, wealthy inequality. But like, I swear to God, bro, it seems to me that pretty much every country has a lot of wealth inequality, that there'll be some people who are ultra rich. Like in America, there's like the people who live in Hollywood, all the movie actors who are worth hundreds of millions. And a few miles away, there's crackheads who are worth nothing or who, have, who are in debt. It seems like this this argument of wealth inequality, it seems like you can say that about most countries. For a laborer's wage being $300 a month, even though that seems like you know, so fucking low. The thing is, for a laborer in India, Pakistan, that's probably five times higher than they'd actually make it back in their own countries. The reason why they, they are here is because it is like a better opportunity to make money and to send home to their families. There is then another thing that I've seen, which is that the the people here, like the laborers here, you know, the guys making the buildings and everything, they're exploited in the sense that they can't leave, they can't take like time off work, they can't even go back home and their passports are taken away from them. That's entirely wrong. There's no one who could like support that, who has a sane mind. That's entirely wrong. That's like, that should be, it is illegal and it should be like, you know, more enforced. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, I'm in Dubai. There's, you're going to see a lot more follower meetups and I've got like something very exciting planned as well. Something I'm going to be doing with my followers. So stay tuned for that in a bit.